here on Jaguars United live show. I'm here with Joey as always. What's up, Jason? I'm doing good, Joey. Um, before we get into, you know, your thoughts now, and if you feel any different this week than you did before, I just want to plug our social media. We're on Twitter at Jaguars underscore United. We're on Instagram at Jaguars United underscore. And YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, we do all of our shows live. So check us out on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel. We are over 1.05K subscribers. So we've uh, launched into the stratosphere of subscribers, the 1K mark. So we're more successful than the Jaguars at this point. I would say if we had a scale of who's doing better this year, I would say us. Oh, fair enough. Um, The best part about the live show is you can come on here and give us your thoughts and your comments. I mean, everything we do is run by you guys. Um... We pretty much just read your comments. We read your tweets um, on our live show, and we let you guys comment on them. We love the fan interaction here. Um, before we jump into it, because I, I have a lot to say, I just want to just check on you, Joe. Are you doing all right? I, I'm, Are you I'm doing good? I'm doing fine. I mean, how could I not be? What's there to be upset about or sad about or well, I mean, I know you're content about. I know you're a Gator fan, and the Gators are like surging right now, so you kind of can compensate your Jaguar. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much. Bats. I'm I'm only a college football fan, right. so I'm good with what's going on. Right. Um, does track win? Does Trask win the Heisman? Just yes or no, real quick I, before we jump into I it. I think Pitts probably has a better chance to win the Heisman. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, they're they're we'll see him play somebody good, but yeah. Trending yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. So are we going to set a mandate tonight? I mean, I know we talked beforehand about positive things. We're going to set a mandate with the questions, the user, the fan interaction that we only want to hear positive stuff. I mean, we cannot control what the fans say on the YouTube chat during the show. What we can con- control is maybe the way we look at it. And we kind of talked before the show about maybe trying to focus on some of the positives going forward because... We get it that the team will probably not win a lot of games this year, but I mean, that was kind of the plan. That was the plan. I mean, the show would be like 27 minutes long if we did that, I think. So the plan was this is this is the plan. And I know people don't like it. We're going to try. But we're we're going to try to as professionals. So we're just going to see like who stays and uh, who goes and who is promising for the future. So not surprising. The Jags are coming off of a pretty disappointing loss to the Bengals and I mean the Bengals were the worst team in the league last year so yes we were up at halftime which made us feel good but it's the whole time in the back of your mind you're thinking like this is up against the worst team in the league last year now Burrow showed you some things um is there anything positive that you took out of the game yeah I mean there's there's quite a few positives I mean we've got a lot of young talent I mean you can call it what it is but DJ Chark is an absolute stud. I mean, he changes our offense altogether. Coming back into the off, I mean, two touchdowns, you got to love that. I mean, Minshew makes throws, man. I mean, he does he, he does his stuff. He, he played like a young quarterback this game, though. So, I mean, I, I think that's normal. That's going to happen. But he still came up big. I mean, we put up 25 points. I mean, that's a good offense. It's not a great offense, but it's a good one. You know, unfortunately, our offense has to score... 30 plus points to have a chance to win every game this year. So, I mean, the big downer to me was, and the biggest positive going to the game 
was Miles Jack. I mean, I, I was reading stats before the game started. He had 33 tackles going into that game, led the NFL, wow. not, our, not our division, led the NFL in tackles. 33 tackles in three games. That, that That's solid. And he was also the highest uh, pro football fo- uh, focus linebacker. Wow. And of course he gets hurt. I mean, it, <laughs> so it's like, hey, Jack's great. And then, you, you know, kick kick to the groin. But, you know, that, that's positive. I got him in the right position finally. Um, dude, we've got a stud running back that's going to cost us nothing, nothing for four years. That guy is straight up legit. Positive. Chenault, positive. Chase on, positive. I mean, Allen's not getting to the quarterback, but he's still playing good football. I mean, there's a lot of positives there, man. It's just we don't have enough of it. We're going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue is that we don't have enough talent on the defense. And I, and obviously, every Jaguar fan listening and watching this knows that. Um, the team didn't invest anything to the defense. They've literally just invested into Miles Jack and Joe Schobert. That's it. They invested in draft picks and... Josh Allen and CJ Henderson. Henderson, another injury, who, who I feel like they just kind of took out for precautionary measures. They were just like, all right, you know, we don't we don't want to risk it. You know, he he's too valuable. Well, I mean, why would you at that point? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Miles Jack getting hurt, obviously, that was a huge swing point in the game when he got hurt. I mean, the whole defense. Don't forget about Herndon too. Herndon, yeah. I mean, Herndon. I mean, we're so thin across every position. I mean, Herndon isn't really that good to begin with. So, no, but he's solid. He's solid. And then when he gets hurt, and you're bringing a guy like Chris Claybrooks. Oh God, he made Mixon look. I good. mean, they're Joe Mixon. Just, I mean, they did whatever they wanted to. And I, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, throw like a little joke out there and put you on the spot. I'm not gonna do it because it's unfair. Uh, you should. I mean, okay then. Let's yeah. uh, you name our starting defense for the next game. Okay, that's easy. Along the defensive line, you're looking at Josh Allen, Kalevon Chazon, Taven Bryan, um, and then probably um, an Adam Gotsis guy or um, an interior guy who could be, you know, whoever you think. That's I'm, what I'm saying. Like, it's nothing but Honestly, pre- Cassius Marsh kind of looked... Cassius Marsh was a bright spot last week. Fair enough. So, I like Cassius Marsh. Linebackers, you're going to be looking at some sort of... Mix of does Shaq Quarterman find the field? I mean, is, is he injured? He's gonna have to, right? Uh, yeah, I think he I is mean, injured though. I mean, you're looking at you know all types of guys, and and we're having trouble with our live show right now. So this may oh, what's going you know, on? I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where you do the same thing every time, and it just doesn't work sometimes. But so we're not live right now, is what you're saying? I think we are. I just don't. It's not showing up on YouTube yet. Any so, comments showing up yet? No, the live stream hasn't shown up yet. Hmm. So it, when it shows the video after the fact, we're gonna be on there. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, so um, we're going to try to take a little break in the live show here and try to come back with it. But I do want to kind of get your thoughts on the positives for Because you talked about who's going to play defense, and I'm looking at the secondary. Like, is there anyone on the defense besides Kalevon and Josh Allen who you're expecting to kind of step up and play a little bit better? No, not anymore. I mean, I don't expect that whatsoever. I mean, going into the season, I mean, I joked with the draft saying we should take nothing but offense and just, you know, put up 30 points a game and lose every game. That's kind of what's happening. So, I mean, it, they're still fun to watch. I mean, they're way more exciting to watch than those teams where we're losing 10 to 7 and there's just nothing going on. We don't have any. I mean, our offense is exciting and we've got a lot to be uh, – we haven't had a good offense, an exciting offense, a 2015 offense. I mean, we played just running up the middle, run up the middle, run to the left, 
throw deep and I mean, we've done that for so long. It's really cool to actually have an explosive offense and I'm good with that for the rest of the year. Whatever happens, happens. We're going to have a lot of losses and it'll be fun to watch still. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, the defense can't stop anybody. No. I mean, LaVisca Chenault though, five receptions, 86 yards. Yeah. DJ Chark, eight receptions, 95 yards. You got to figure those two guys are going to be staples of your offense going forward. Keelan Cole had a decent game, four receptions, 46 yards. Chris Conley got involved, three receptions, 44 yards. And then again, James Robinson just toting the rock. I mean, after his 11 carry performance last week, everyone was yelling at uh, Gruden to give Robinson more carries. And then he comes out there and gives him 17 carries, 75 yards, and 4.4 yards per. And you feel like he still didn't get the ball enough. And that was after a 40-yard run got taken back because of the hold by O'Shag Hennessy. He's really not been Come playing on, man. Good. I mean, like, that's just a killer. And it, the thing I don't get after that, though, again, not being negative, just asking – why did we throw the ball eight times after that? I mean, we went away. We started with the run, went away from it. He busts off a 40-yard that gets called back, and then we don't run again for nine plays. That makes zero sense to me whatsoever. I yeah. mean, Cincinnati's got one of the worst run defenses in the entire league, like 31st against the run. Yeah, I mean, they were winning at half. I mean, they, you felt like when the Bengals had that 17 point. I mean, the Bengals outscored us in the third quarter 17 to zero. Hey, you know how to keep the ball out of their hands? Run the stinking football and control the clock. Yeah. Which we can do with this guy. Yeah. I mean, our offensive line is playing good. You're talking about positives. Our offensive line is playing really good. Like, not, I mean, not really good, but <laughs> way better than they have in probably four or five years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Cam Robinson, did he get injured too? I mean, that's, yeah. That's the thing, man. These years when you're don't, when the, the, the years when you're super thin, you always seem to have a bunch of injuries too. Yeah. And that's what kind of seems like is happening this year. I mean, safeties are getting hurt. I mean, we're pretty much not healthy anywhere besides quarterback. And I mean, we've got, we had, we were talking about a positive because I can't stop laughing about this, but like probably the only player we have the best player in the position at Lambeau goes down, right? Yeah. So we bring in braces. Duke gets hurt in the first quarter of the first game he plays in. We bring in another guy. I can't even think of his name right now. He makes it two practices and goes out. And then we pick up a fourth freaking kicker in yeah. three weeks. I mean, I mean, the, he did okay. He's but, jacked. Yeah, that bro, dude. he's out there. I mean, he just is, looks like he looks like he's been hitting the weight room seven hey, days he, a week. He was a Pro Bowl kicker three years ago. I yeah. guess his longest kick's like fifty-seven yards. So he's he's got a leg, but I mean, who goes through four kickers in less than four weeks? I have no doubt that dude has a leg because I feel like he could probably yeah bench press twice what I can. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it, yeah. it's it's just gonna be that year. Going into the year, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. They gave us some hope, like they always do. But we just got to get settled back into the fact that we're a very we're the youngest team in the NFL. Twenty five years old, average age, the youngest in the NFL. So even if you have talent, which we have some of, it's going to be inconsistent. I mean, that's just the nature of young players. Yeah, that's true. Well, Joey, I like your takes, and I want to get deeper into this, but I, I want to try to fix the live stream. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a quick break on the podcast, just sure. um, listen to these ads here. We're going to take a quick break in here, and then we're going to get the live show f- fixed and figured out. Yeah, if you need so, me to repeat all that word for no, word no, coming back, I can good, do that. No, no, be good, but we're going right. to try to get everything fixed, and then we'll be back in like two seconds. So just hang tight, and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Some of you may be thinking that we're started really late at 1030, but no. we actually have 12 minutes of podcast already recorded because 
Um, I didn't hook up the stream properly. I thought it was just a new format you're trying out. You, uh, you, go, you go 12 minutes of uh, just straight audio and then yeah. bam, video. Yeah, I wanted to get Joey's real feelings on audio first. So I was like, give me 12 minutes of your best stuff. And then uh, now, now here I'm we spent. <laughs> so uh, we're, I'm here with Joey. Um, appreciate you guys being here in the live show. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you heard a little commercial break and then you heard us jump back into it, that's our bad. But um, we're going to throw another plug out there for our YouTube viewers, Jags United on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Check it out. Um, there's going to be a lot of angst in the chat, I feel like, tonight. Um, you think? We're, we're trying to keep it positive. We're going to read your comments, but... Um, I like, literally gave you 12 minutes of positive. Yeah, like, and I, think, some positive, I like, think SMX we might questions. get. Questions. I mean, I'm kind of out of positive. Yeah, well... Uh, Max Hardwick in the chat says, I'm just going to go right out and say it. Now that the first coaching head has rolled, can we please finally rid ourselves of Wash? I'm glad that was the first question. I assumed it probably would be. My thought is, why? Like, what is that going to accomplish? First of all, who's going to take the job? Because they know that it's going to just be for this year because the new head coach is coming next year. Second of all, I don't care if the greatest defensive coordinator of all time stepped in with the Jimmys and Joes we have on defense. It ain't going to matter, man. It was really not. I mean, there's nothing any coach could come in and do to fix what has been built here. Because nothing's been built here intentionally. Nothing's been built here intentionally. Yeah. So Walsh, he ain't going anywhere. I mean, I, that, lame duck. Call it whatever you want, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it's, it is what it is at this point. The, the Here's what I want to see. I want to see the defense start to utilize some of these guys a little bit more of what they're good at. I want to see Josh Allen and Chazon moved more like switching positions and stand up and lining up the nine technique and getting to the quarterback and blitzing and like like what do you have to lose like I, I get the thought process for wash it's like we can't defend on the back and so we can't send blitzers but at the same time it's like what do you have to lose at this yeah, point? I mean, yeah what's up what's going on now is not working so why not just do do something crazy i mean i agree why not line up everyone inside shade to so like the inside hip of the receiver press coverage and then if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to throw it over the top. You're going to throw it to the out, out of bounds. And yeah, some of these good guys will do that, but at least make them throw it and catch it. Try to get them off balance you know? somehow. Don't just give them everything underneath. Don't give them everything in a soft zone. I agree. I mean, if I see one of these DBs lined up at like 15 yards one more time, I'm going to like, I get it. Like they're not good, but that's but it's not, not a challenge. It's, it's, not, it's not working. I mean, at least these guys, these guys are athletes. Like they could press coverage Play some bump and run. And look, yeah. if they throw 10 pass interference penalties on some of these guys, like Josh Jones and guys like that, like I'm cool with that. Yeah, so what? But don't give them this cheesy underneath mesh, drag, screen, flare. Don't give, don't give them any of that cheesy Tannehill stuff. Tannehill going 18 for yeah, 18. Don't I give mean, them any of that yeah, stuff. Make them on. work. I agree. Make them work. That's what well, I'll have to say. I will ask you one thing on this because, again, not my expertise, but uh, you know, I've heard a lot. I guess Chase on in college – didn't play with his hands on the ground at all. And that's pretty much all he's doing at this point. Yeah, but the NFL is different. Like the NFL, like he was drafted with the thought that he'd be able to put his hand in the dirt. Okay. Like the, there's no way. I mean, what did called, what did Caldwell say that they had him fourth on their board, mm -hmm. fourth on their board. 
you don't do that from a guy that can only play standing up. Like, so it's not a good thing in the NFL then? It's not a good thing. Like I, mean, I don't understand what that is. That's why I'm asking the question. Basic, like, what does that mean? Typically, typically, when you start in a three-point stance, you can get a little bit more of a better jump on the snap. Okay. So, kind of like a sprinter. You're getting like a push. Right. It's easier to beat the tackle to the edge if you're in three-point. If you're in two, then you could stunt two gaps over at the snap. So you saw it happen. Kalevon did it a lot at LSU where he'd start outside of the tight end. And then at the snap, he would stunt to the inside of the center. Isn't that the kind of stuff you're talking about, though, that we need to do to kind of get the other team like off balance? Well, that does require the defensive backs to be able to cover for two seconds. Well, yeah. All right. And that's the issue. And I think that's the problem is these guys aren't being, they can't cover for two seconds. I got you. So fair enough. That's the issue. I think Um, he should be able to get in three point and play. Honestly, when they brought in all these three, four guys like Al Woods and Rodney Gunter, which I know they're not playing, but those were all three, four guys. That's that's a good point though, because that's everything that people forget. We did do some stuff to bring in some veterans and big guys. They just opted not to play. Yeah. But those guys wouldn't have moved the needle at all for me. Gunter wouldn't move. I mean, I, I, Cassius Marsh, I thought, played a pretty decent game on Sunday. Plus, he's got the coolest name, like, ever. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a scary dude, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, all the usual guys played good. DJ Chark, James Robinson, Andrew Norwell had a good game. He graded out a 76.3 on PFF with an 81.2 pass blocking grade. The team pass blocked really well. I'll tell you, our offense, I mean, and that's the thing. Get away from defense, talk about offense, and that's where we're going to talk about the positive stuff. And we kind of went into that in the first 12 minutes. But our offensive line is pretty good. I mean, they're not elite, but, I mean, Minshew's had time. Uh, They've run blocked well. I mean, I I think they've done a really good job, especially with um, overpaid center boy being out. Linder. Linder being out. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, Max Hardwick says, I know it'll hardly help, but I'm tired of seeing soft zones in this scheme and is really hurting Schobert, and I want to see him succeed so badly. Wow. A Schobert, like, diehard fan, huh? I was big on Schobert. He's definitely underperforming. Yeah. I mean, do you like the green Schobert or the, like, orange Schobert? Orange Schobert all day long. Fair enough. If you're eating green, then you're a psychopath. I have to agree. Um, Joe Schobert with a PFF grade of 51.2. 69 against the run, which is good. 58 pass rush, which he's not really asked to do, but a 41 coverage grade. Like, that's what he is supposed to do when he came here was play coverage and play against the pass. I don't care what he plays at his position. Him freeing up Miles Jack to go outside has been the biggest pickup our defense could have possibly had. So I'm all for him being here, but now Miles Jack's hurt. So that's a different ballgame. Miles Jack is hurt, but I mean, we did talk about how we were going to talk about the positives. We're going to try to. Miles Jack, a guy who with a 91.1 grade at linebacker. Do you know where that puts him in the line? And I know PFF, it's PFF, okay. But I, guess where that puts him on the PFF rankings of linebackers? Well, he was number one going into the game. So I'd have to say at this point, maybe number three. Number one. Still number Stay one. Number one, yeah. Number one linebacker. Dude, he had 33 tackles going into the game. That's insane. Yeah. Do you know who our second highest graded defensive player is that has played more than 15 snaps it's got to be Taven no Andrew Wingard uh, dude Wingard like Wingard, Wingard's like an enigma like he in, in like a 
box that you can't open. I mean, the guy's like, like, you hear his name all game. Wingard, Wingard. And he's like always in the right position, but like half a second too late almost. <laughs> like, it's like he knows what he's doing. He's like, he's there. He, ah, I don't so you, know. So you would say a smart, slow white guy playing on defense. Yeah. That's what you would say? Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's, that would have been hard to guess. That yeah. would have be really hard to guess. Plus, he got a penalty on, a, on the <laughs> kicking team for a chop block. How do you do that? Like, are you just so frustrated? You're like, I'm just going to take out somebody's like legs uh, really hey sorry positive positive. positive positive he's got awesome hair looks like kid rock all right move on kev click says thoughts on gardner um i get positive with that yeah i mean let's uh, let's put a pin on the thoughts on gardner because we'll miss we're already behind on comments yeah, i think that's a whole segment in itself we'll get to gardner um i just want to catch up on some of these comments d2 says hi what up d2 we can always oh. count on d2 with the friendly salutation to start the stream Love having D2 in here. Nate says there are, there are no more winnable games. He's that, right. He's right. <laughs> that defense against the Steelers, Titans, Packers, Chargers, Ravens, etc. Dude, we have like five like Hall of Fame quarterbacks we're going up against. And I mean, yeah. Teams. Okay. Okay. My new fantasy strategy is to play whoever's playing the Jaguars. Pick up whoever's playing Jacksonville. Pick up who's ever playing Jacksonville, it does not matter who it is. It does not matter if they're a starter or if they're depth. Start them. I, I, I started Cincy's D this week. <laughs> and they're the 31st ranked defense in the league. How many points did you get? Just wondering. I got six. Because I was saying I wouldn't. That but, would be the only thing I wouldn't. Would well, be I had to. Like, okay. It was like a last minute pick. I would say any offensive player. I would I'm just saying player. I agree with your philosophy because yeah. like, you, you got a decent shot. Charlie Boy says tank tops for Trevor still. Question mark. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not on the Trevor bandwagon. Look, we love. Look, Minshew. We love Minshew. Let's, let's clear the air. Minshew is going to go somewhere and fight for a starting job somewhere. And good for him. And I hope he succeeds. He's just his timing wasn't right in Jacksonville. Definitely a good enough quarterback uh, to be a starter. Yeah. Definitely a number one quarterback. Just timing didn't work out in Jacksonville. That happens all the time. Mark Brunell, his timing wasn't right in Green Bay. Yeah. And he came to Jacksonville and it was one of the best quarterbacks Jacksonville's ever had. Sometimes it's about timing. Sometimes it's about timing. I'm fully expecting Cam Newton to revitalize his career in New England. Timing. Timing, timing, timing. Minshew, love the guy, good guy. Timing's not right. Trevor Lawrence, timing may be impeccable, and it may be where we want, and, then, and that's why we have the tank tops, and I think starting next week, I'm going to wear the tank tops, too. And that's the other thing, though. I mean, we're going to have to talk about Minshew. I'm sorry. We're, uh, we have I mean, to, we're on it. We, we have to do yeah. it. So, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, he's good. Like, I think he could be he could be Mark Brunel for us, but when you have a chance to get the guy, like, Burrow, like, nobody in that game could tell me or anybody that Minshew was better than Burrow or that Burrow was not a franchise quarterback for sure and that Minshew was, and that's because he's not the guy. And we have a chance to get the guy, and we're going to go get him. I mean, you look at Minshew's stats so far, so if you, like, expand those out for the rest of the season, like, he's on pace for 4,500 yards, 32 touchdowns, and, like, 14 picks. That's a heck of a season. Most teams would love that. We would love that. But if you have a chance to get somebody who is going to be better than that, you got to get them. And, and that's the thing. You're in a tough spot, but it's a good spot. We talked about all off. I mean, all off season when we did these shows, we talked about how it's going to suck if we're one of those teams that's tanking. But if you're going to do it, this is probably the year to do it. And it does suck. And for the first time in my life, I found myself like, having one foot in one foot out of wanting the Jags to play well. I I'm usually the last person to root for us to play bad and I don't, but at the same time, 
I just couldn't help thinking that, like, yeah, we have the lead at halftime, but it's against the Bengals. <laughs> it's against, I mean, we can't beat the Dolphins, like, at home on Thursday night, a short week. Like, it, it's okay. We have a lot of good pieces going forward. Yeah. We, we've talked about them. We have a lot of good pieces. A lot of draft picks. This team is really, really well set up to bring in an elite quarterback and to plug into that spot. I'm talking, like, elite, elite quarterback. Plug into that spot. Spend some money on defense, and we're in a good position, especially with how down the AFC. Bill O'Brien just got fired. Texans aren't going to be good for a couple years. And don't need a quarterback. Phillip Rivers is going to retire soon. The Titans aren't that good either. So we're in a good position. Uh, this year is just going to suck. That's the positive. Is it, it, In two years, we could be making a deep playoff run. Almost guaranteed if things play out the way they should. The problem is you've got the Jets that are a dumpster fire. You got the Giants that are a dumpster fire. I mean, Houston's 0-3. I mean, surely they're going to eke out a few wins like next week. But, um, yeah, hopefully everything pans out well. Yeah, I hope so too. And uh, we appreciate all the comments. Um, there's a lot of good comments. If it's a good comment and you feel like it's a good one and we don't get to yeah, it. Yeah, repost it. Repost it. We'll get to it. Guaranteed. Spam the heck out of it. I do like this comment. From Bradley Williams. He says, do you think we will get the OC from Kansas City to be our new head coach? Oof. That's a good question because I'm a huge fan of Eric Bieniemy. How could you not be? I, I, I know that Andy Reid probably runs the show over there. But there's a lot of coordination. Like There's Absolutely. a lot of talking. There's a lot of planning that they do together. And I love Bieniemy. I mean, he if he's a, learning from Andy Reid, I mean. He was a running backs coach. I love running backs coaches as head coaches. They're the, they're the second best besides special teams coaches, in my opinion. Like I like Eric Bieniemy. The only guy I'd want to see in Jacksonville more than him would be um, Dabo Swain. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you know, I'm a Dabo fanboy. I'm a Dabo fan too, man. But it, the transition just does not work like, so many times. But if it is going to work, it's going to be that guy. Man, the players love playing for him. He's high energy. He's a guy that works 70 hours a week. I mean... He doesn't want to be in college anymore because they're paying players next year. He's proven everything he needs to. And I think that's a big thing is like, if you're a player, I don't care what level you're at, you're buying into what your coach is like giving you, right? The spiel they're giving you, you're buying into it or you're not. Are you going to buy into a guy who has never won anything, but is telling you to do something? Or are you going to buy into a guy who has proven himself at the highest level in college as a winner? You're going to buy into that guy, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's it's different. It's motivating. It's different in yeah in, in in the two, but you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's a pipe dream. Love for it to happen, but who knows? Um, Jack's fan for life three hundred seven um, has a counterpoint than us. He says Minshew is going to be fine here, and he's going to succeed here. He can't win games when he is forced to put up thirty points every game, and he still had three hundred and fifty yards and a decent completion percentage. He is growing. It very well could be the way it goes. Minshew is fine. I agree with that, Jags, for life. Um, and I think he will succeed. I just don't think he'll succeed here. And I just, again, I think it's the timing thing. They didn't help him a lot. I mean, they drafted players. They brought in Eifert. But that's about it. You know, you they pretty much banked on an undrafted rookie carrying the team. And he's in the offense. And he, he is. I mean, Chark's carrying the offense when he's healthy. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Minshew's a good quarterback, but you can't be picking in the top three and keep your quarterback in the situation that we're in. That's, and that's the thing. I love Minshew, but I'm tired of just having a good quarterback or a good. I, I want the best. 
Why not? Why not have the best when you can have it? Yeah. Uh, Kev B says uh, the Giants have scored three touchdowns this season, and they'll be the first or second pick, and they'll take Trevor over Daniel Jones. Jets could do the same. Either way, I don't think we have a shot at Trevor Lawrence. I think we have enough draft picks that if we do end up doing what's probably going to happen and win two or three games, we could still probably get there. I mean, I, you have a good point, and I think that's always the issue with tanking. And so the two questions you have to ask yourself is, are you okay with taking a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance? No. Or are you okay with picking up a Daniel Jones? Because, I mean, if the Giants have that first pick and they pull a Cardinals the way they did with um, Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray, where they say, we're going to take this guy and trade this guy, would you want Daniel Jones down here? No. Um, you know, those are two questions you have to ask yourself. Um, I would I would lean toward no to both of those. But, I mean, if you're picking between Justin Fields and Gardner Minshew, is is there really a big gap between those two uh, guys? If we don't get Trevor Lawrence, if nobody, if we don't have the number one pick, or nobody will take our draft picks and let us trade up, then no, we keep Minshew. I think he's proven enough at this point. I don't care what happens the rest of the season, and we get every stud position player around him that we can to make it the best possible for him. Invisible Color says um, he's noticing that Minshew's not tall enough to see over the line under center, um, nor fast enough when he breaks the pocket. So I think Invisible Colors is along the lines of some of these people that his deficiencies are starting to show over a large sample size. And Minshew has had a large sample size, and he makes you feel good about his ability, but he doesn't make you feel great, you know? I think it's his pocket presence, man. I think that's a young quarterback thing. Also, a quarterback who hasn't necessarily been able to trust his offensive line or his receivers dropping balls. I mean, he feels pressure when there's not pressure there, and he gets happy feet, and that messes up his reads and finding open receivers and stuff like that. So I think with time, that comes. I mean, I think that's just a young quarterback thing. Yeah, I mean, he definitely needs to work on his pocket presence. And again, like... I don't know. I mean, did the Giants, the Giants probably feel pretty good about their offense considering Saquon's hurt. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they may be in a position to where they trade the first overall pick to a team that's willing to trade draft picks. And I mean, I don't know. For me, it's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, honestly, I like Justin Fields. I mean, I think you're getting a pretty similar guy with Justin Fields than you are getting with Gardner Minshew. Um, but Justin Fields might have a little bit better chance because of being, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we had a comment about Chark's comments after the game. Ooh, I haven't heard this. Um, and I saw something on this and let me, let me make sure I give credit to the comment here. I'm going to try to find it. I, I can't. Someone, someone in the comments, we got lost in the comments here. said, did you see Chark's comments after the game? I didn't see them, but okay. It was Max Hardwick. And but I have them here. And um, DJ Chark said the mood in the locker room is basically we have to stick together and ignore the outside. I know we get home and we look at Instagram, we look at Twitter, and you think you're looking at our Twitter? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> and he goes on to say, and a lot of the times we are the laughing stock because people love making jokes when they're not in the fire with us. But at this point, it's forget them. I don't care. I'm going to put my body on the line. And he's done that, man. That guy's balled out. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think anybody's making jokes about him. 
think I everybody mean, understands the fact that our front office has done nothing at all to help our defense and our defense sucks. That's not a joke. That's just reality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think he's more referring to like the power rankings that come out and say that they're like ranked like 32nd, 31st. And again, it's a DJ, DJ Chark is saying the right things. He's doing what a team leader does. He's defending the team. He's defending the locker room. But the bottom line is, is that they're a bottom three team in the NFL. Yeah. It is what it is. It's factual. It is what it is. DJ Chark, you are a top five receiver probably in the NFL. Absolutely. So relax, DJ. We're good with you. Um, Sometimes it happens like this. Just keep playing hard. And that's what everybody, that's what he's saying. I think he's like, I'm putting my body in line. I'm going to keep playing hard because he's a professional. Yeah, I mean, DJ Chark doesn't need to say this, in my opinion. No, like, he's proven we, it. We got you, DJ. Yeah. You're a pro bowler. <laughs> yeah. You're straight. Bradley Williams says, do you think we'll beat Houston on Sunday? And besides no. quarterback, who should be our second first-round pick? No, we're not beating Houston. <laughs> no. They're going to have a new coach. Have they announced who the coach is going to be? It doesn't matter. Deshaun Watson will lose. beat us on his own. Deshaun Watson, I mean. Will Fuller's going to have 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Does anyone in the chat think that we will beat the Texans. And if you do think we'll be the Texans, how many have no, you no, had no, to drink no, tonight? No, <laughs> Tell me why. Tell me why you think we'll be the Texans. And, and look, I'll entertain any argument, any notion. Like I'm all for it. Um, I'm not seeing a scenario where we're able to stop their offense. I just felt they've had our number for like a number of years. I mean, it's almost like the Titans. We just don't do good against them for the most part. And they've got Deshaun Watson, man. He's, he's going to destroy our defense. Nothing Chark and Minshew and Robinson can do about the fact that John, Deshaun Watson is going to pick us apart. Um, Ronaldo Gonzalez says the Texans defense is trash. True. So um, is Cincinnati's. Chromebook God TM says we're going to lose by 21. Hmm. Um, that might be a bit steep. Kev B says there's no way. Um, D2 says 45 to 40. I mean, if we score 40. God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It'd be I fun mean, to watch. I hope so, but I don't really see that realistically happening. But um, who knows? You know, at this point, uh, Bradley Williams says we're going to lose by two. Possible. So, because we will go for it on fourth down or what? So the extra point? Yeah. Lose what, by 10. Did I say two? He said two. 10. He said 10. Nah, lose by 10. Probably more realistic. <laughs> on that, what'd you think about that extra point call? Everybody was like annihilating that as like the new analytics that suck. I kind of understood the logic behind it. The logic definitely makes sense. And some people are like, you got to read the room and realize that like, that's not what you're supposed to do. It was like an emotional like killer at that point. But to me, it didn't matter at all. I didn't think at no point at that decision that I think we had a chance to come back. Yeah. Regardless if we kicked a field goal or scored two. And if that's your... Thought process, and I'm sure Doug Moreau was more realistic about it than we were. He was probably like, screw it. Why not go for two? Yeah. So along those lines, why not? Yeah. You know? Right. Fair enough. <laughs> Makes no sense. He's got a different book. Yeah. Different book. Um, Invisible Color says Fitzpatrick ran well against us. Imagine what Watson does. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Who hasn't run well against us in the last two years? Honest question. Yeah. Ronaldo Gonzalez, do you believe Caldwell and Marone are here after another losing season? Marone's gone for sure. Without a doubt, Marone is not our head coach next year. Unfortunately, and I was right going into this season about both, I, I think D.C. is still our general manager next year. If we win one game, which I could see, 
if these injuries start stacking up, I mean, just like I, I would never wish this, but if Minshew gets hurt, um, do we win any more games this year? I don't think we win any more games this year if he doesn't get hurt. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, if we go one in seventeen, there's zero percent chance any of these people are back. You cannot go one in seventeen and come back unless it's your first year. Unless it's your first year with the team. There's no way you can go one in seventeen and come back. So I, I would put a friendly wager on the fact that regardless of what happens, Dave Caldwell is back next year. Everybody else is gone, but he's back. Well, I, I may have Chucky or not Chucky, but those he's gonna be here too. Yeah, one in fifteen. Yeah, you know what I meant, D two. Um, Zach Becker, we haven't even played a mobile quarterback yet, and we've gotten shredded. Watson can <laughs> do it both ways, and we have no contain pressure or good coverage in the secondary. That's so true. But we're supposed to be positive. Positive. We're positive today, Zach Becker. Look, look. It's easy to be negative. We know we're gonna probably lose this year, but what we're trying to say is that we're in a good position to plug in an elite quarterback yes. and make a run. That's that's what we're trying yes. to say. Brett E says if we can't get a if we can't get a quarterback in the draft, what do you think about going after Dak Prescott? I've heard multiple people mention that at this point and he's like Jameis Winston the Mammo with like less interceptions. They don't win. I want a winner. I don't care about leading the league in passing 5000 yards. Yeah. I don't give a crap. If I can be honest, I would take Jameis Winston. I would take Jameis and I would take Dak. And I think Dak has been putting up numbers he regardless has. of the team losing. But and who so cares cares if you don't yeah, yeah, win. Yeah, I agree, I agree, but I agree, but I agree. But but you can't and Dak's you can't playing sit. behind one of the best offensive lines yeah, in the NFL. But you can't sit he's here got one of the best running backs in the NFL. Yeah. He's got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You can't sit here and tell me that you think Minshew is as good as Dak Prescott. No, I don't want either one of them, honestly. I want Trevor Lawrence. I want an Aaron Rodgers. I want a Tom Brady in his prime. I want a Patrick Mahomes. And if we can't have that, then I'm good with Minshew. So there's 0% chance that Dak Prescott could be close to Patrick Mahomes? No, okay. never. Okay, I'm just asking. No. He would already be there. He's got the pieces around him. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Antonio McDomick, what up, Antonio? What team do you guys think we will score the most points on this season? And what team do you think our defense will play the best? That's a bad question because at the beginning of the season, any we both would have told you the Bengals. Well, actually, I mean, it's whoever we play in week like 14 or 15 that's right at the playoffs. Uh, there's no one. I mean, our schedule only gets harder. Yeah. Um, you think that maybe we'll play well against a divisional team like Houston? So that would maybe be a, a guess coming coming off of Houston having a new coach. Is that our best chance? Is it yeah, is next week our best chance to win? Maybe the Chargers. Are you kidding me? Justin Herbert looks like a freaking pro bowler last okay, week. My bad. I didn't, I didn't catch him last Golly, week. Golly, dude. No. Okay. It, it, honestly, our best chance is playing Houston without a coach. Okay. It might be our best chance. Hope we do it. Uh, Bradley Williams says, no, I think we get a GM from the Ravens. We get the OC from Kansas City and Todd Grantham. <laughs> the Florida DC is our, as our coaches. Man, somebody's had a dream and like the best scenario came through possible. There's no way the Ravens go up their GM. That guy's been a legend there. He said we get a GM from the Ravens. So it could be like I mean, the, a GM, could like be like the guy who like, no, the guy who like gets coffee for, in oh, the morning. Oh, that's possible. Waterboy. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> You know, I would love it. Sometimes coffee is the key to success. I mean, the that Ravens are like one of the best ran 
programs in the history of the NFL. So I'd, I'd be all about it. Harbaugh. Bradley Rorick says, is there a more effective D-line combo on the roster other than Allen, Jones, Brian, and Chazon? I mean, on paper, that sounds great, right? Paper sounds great, but also on paper, I would tell you that defense, those four guys could not stop the run. Zero percent chance those guys can stop the run at all. What, Taven upside potential it can't stop the run? Hey, this is his year. This is year three. This is year. This is the year he, showing makes, out. The, he makes the turn for, for home. <laughs> Still? Zach Becker says, bro, forget positive. This team is trash. Okay, that's pretty, that's pretty blunt and um, fair. But can I just make an argument here? Let me just make it. Let me just give me a minute to make an argument here about why this team is not trash. LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark, James Robinson. I like what you have in those guys. The offensive line looks pretty good. I mean, you're bringing back every. You got to figure out what you do with Cam Robinson. You got to figure out what you're doing with the right guard position. I'm okay with drafting a tackle in the first round next year after we draft a quarterback. I think the offense has got something to work with. The defense, you're young. Um, and you've spent zero dollars. I mean, None. again, we talk about the defense. We say this over and over again. The only money they've spent on defense is on Miles Jack and Joe Schobert. That is it. That is it. There's not a D lineman we're paying. There's not a defensive back that we're paying out the outside. Definitely of the, not a safety. Exactly. Paying. You bring in some guys in free agency. And I think this team like overnight could go from being one of the worst teams in the league to like one of the better teams in the league. And then you give Trevor Lawrence a second year in the NFL. Playoffs, pay, baby. Pay DJ Chark a fat contract. Uh, we're looking good. So, yeah, we are trash, but we have a lot of pieces. And that's another, another positive that we haven't talked about yet is next year due to Rona, there's going to be a decreased salary cap. They're thin, like maybe 175 is kind of like the number everybody's throwing around. Even if it's decreased to that, the Jaguars are still going to have like 65 to $70 million to play with, which is more than any other team in the NFL. So that's a big positive. Bradley Williams says, let's say we get our quarterback what should be our second first round pick? Wide receiver, corner, OT, or tight end? OT, tight end, or corner? Any of those three? I I don't feel like you could go wrong with any of those picks. Um, you're going to need someone at all of those spots. You're going to have to look at obviously who's available, best available player. That's a cop out answer. If you if you're giving me if you want me to give you an answer, I would really like to see an offensive tackle because I think yeah, I agree. Cam Robinson is going to get grossly overpaid by some other team this offseason, as what usually happens with left tackles. And we've been calling for that for, what, three years now? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going to happen. This is contract year. We're going to offer him like $20 million over four years, and then some team's going to swoop in and offer him like $50 million over four years, and he's going to take that. And that's how it goes. That's free agency. Um, Unless that tight end's pits. I don't think pits is going to be there by that. I mean, I yeah, think the last time true. I saw that... Are the Rams projected to pick like 26th right now? Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Not looking great as far as that pick uh, goes. Zach Becker says, there is no argument. Zach, I can argue anything now, okay? You can give me... <laughs> I can argue anything. That's, that's true. That's one of the things I do. Um, he also says, I love Minshew, but we need a quarterback with a great arm and can distribute. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what we said. Yeah. That's what we said. We love Minshew, too. We. I wish he was my best friend. But as far as my quarterback for the Jaguars... Um, I, I want a guy that like is elite and you look at a guy like Justin Herbert, what he's doing and it's like, okay, that's what a first round quarterback does. 
Um, Daniel Jones flashes. I mean, he hadn't had Saquon or really any receivers. Dude, look at Burrow. Burrow looked good. Kyler Murray's looked good. Minshew's looked good too, but um, he hasn't gotten a fair shake. But it is what it is. And again, like we like I've said, sometimes it's about timing. Yeah, and, and it's a lot about timing. We said over and over again. Zach Becker says, honestly, with the upside Lawrence has, I'd trade both first for the number one if we don't get it. Every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, you're probably going to have to package not only two firsts. Yeah, it's going to be more than that. Probably a second and a third and yeah. probably Minshew. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Do it. Zach Becker says, argue that Taven is good again. Okay. Whoa. All right, Zach. Who said that? Zach Becker. Hey, Zach. That sounds like a challenge. Zach, I love you, bro. That sounds like a challenge. All right, Zach. I'm glad that you challenged me Oh, with my that God. He's going to pull up pro football focus here we and talk go. about the fact that on third downs, when the moon's <laughs> out and the wind's blowing 15 <laughs> knots to the left, Taven Bryan's nine for nine on pressures. <laughs> yes. That's exactly <laughs> actually what I was going to do. Um, looking at his grades, they don't stand out. Um, <laughs> looking at him play, he doesn't stand out. Grading out as the 97th best defensive tackle in the league with uh, <laughs> 97th with a hair below 50 uh, PFF grade. It would appear that he has no value to a team, <laughs> especially being drafted in the first round. Uh, that was a 27, 28, whatever. It was. I can't remember what show I was listening yeah. to, but I don't know if you remember that bowling movie with Munson. Like you got his, he was got such bad luck. Munson became like a term. You got Munson out in the middle of nowhere. Like Taven is actually like that's that's become that kind of thing at this point. Like your kid plays bad and everybody's calling him Taven like on the sidelines. Like, dude, the guy's not good. What hurts um, more about Taven Bryan is the fact that not only was Lamar Jackson drafted yeah. after him by the Ravens, and we—I mean, we did a live show. Yeah, we did. We did a live we're, show we're where we were like, "Draft Lamar Jackson, well, yeah. you dummies!" Yeah, and I'm a Gator fan, and they literally drafted Taven, and I had asked Jason who Taven was. <laughs> um, not only did the Ravens draft Taven Bryan, but then the Ravens in the second round drafted Mark Andrews who is head and shoulders better than any offensive player the Jaguars have at tight end. Um, they got two guys after we did in, in Taven Bryant. So they, they trade both of those to us for Taven um, based on the upside potential? I don't think the they physicality. would. physicality? Look, I, was, I thought the weight this year room, would the weight be, room. I thought this year would be Taven's year. Um, and who knows? He may still flash. But to be fair, nobody on that D-line is standing out. And That's that, true. that includes Josh Allen, a guy that... Everyone, including you, yeah, would say he's a good player. I still think he's a great player, but nobody else is doing anything, so he's getting double teamed every single play, I would assume. Honestly, when the Jags go on defense, I find something else to do. I would ask you, Zach Becker, would you, um, how would you argue Josh Allen's performance this year? Um, that would be a counter-argument. Because a guy that we all think is going to be great is having a similar year to Taven Bryant. Um, Fair enough. So that's that one horrible sack. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that's what you do. You know, you try to discredit the witness, and that would be how I would discredit you, Zach Becker. So what you're saying is we should get rid of Allen and Taven Bryant and just start from scratch. That's not what I'm saying. Well, that was kind of objection, what you said. Your Honor. He's putting words <laughs> in my mouth. Conjecture. Chili Willie says so. Needless to say, we aren't going to pick up Taven's fifth year option. I <laughs> think that's. Fair. So, I, do you cut him and re-sign him to the practice squad? 
I don't think so. I think he's Gonzo. Right. Go work out in Wyoming. Start a gym out there. Apparently, Fournette likes to work out out there. Um, Brett E says Taven is trash. Uh, uses emojis to get his point across, which I appreciate. Hmm. Ronaldo Gonzalez is one. Of, he's trying to get Joey fired up here. He says he saw a mock of us drafting Kyle Trask. Yeah, in the second round, maybe. I could see that. Like, if we keep Minshew, I would not be opposed to that whatsoever. Because, I mean, at this point, I mean, even with his projections of what he's done so far, he's still not a first-round guy. I mean, his arm strength is a tad questionable. He does float some balls when he's, you know, thrown across his body and, like, to the corners. And he's not very mobile. I mean, he he runs like, you know, Tom Brady. But uh, he keeps doing what he's doing and putting up the number. He makes good decisions. He's smart. Uh, He just doesn't make mistakes. And I would be completely fine with him as a backup, take him in the second or third round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's about, in my opinion, as good as Minshew is. Um, good. Just a, just a different kind of quarterback. Yeah. I mean, if, if in a redraft, Minshew would probably go, what, in the second round, you yeah, think? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I think Trask belongs. Yeah. Um, second round guy, good player. I mean, I love Trask, but to be fair, to be fair, Florida has like an, an a buffet of oh, offensive talent. Yeah, yeah, it's not even fair. I mean, the the guys that they have, and then they added the Penn State transfer to five star. Then they just added the Clemson transfer Bowman. to five star. They have a buffet of talent. If Minshew had half of that and you, on the Jags, then he would look a lot better. The too. other thing about Trask is he's going to keep putting up these numbers, and he's like 6'6", 240, so some team is going to take him in the late first round just based off the fact that he's like the prototypical quarterback size, and that that's a mistake. Bradley Rorick says, in 2017, defense brought this team to the AFC Championship with some offense sprinkled in. Could it work the other way around in 2020 if the offense picks it up and the defense actually makes a play? 2020? No. No, not 2020. Next year, um, for sure. 2021, I could see that. Yeah, with Minshew, I mean, look, if they go that route and yeah. they don't end up being able to get Trevor Lawrence, I can see, I can see him going that route. 100%. No, absolutely. I think next year that's yeah. definitely possible. You got to spend money eventually. You can't have the most cap room every single year. So, yeah, you overpay for Schobert. You probably overpaid for Eifert. Well, let's go pay for. Let's go overpay for some other people. Let's get some talent in this team. I mean, we have all this. Um, Zach Becker. Zach. Zach Becker says, geez, Jason, did you Zoom tonight? The Zoom looks great. He did Zoom. <laughs> he actually had to... I'm going to you know, take him behind the scenes here because I think it's hilarious. If you watched last week, like Jason was the most excited I've seen him probably about anything in a six-month period about the fact that he figured out how to Zoom in the camera. So I walk in tonight, and the table and chairs and everything are moved back about like six feet. <laughs> I'm like, dude. He's like, I can't unzoom. I don't know how to unzoom it. I'm like, all right, well, that works too. <laughs> Whatever I said it as last week is now like the the clo- the furthest I can get. So I don't know what happened. Uh, I actually like this better. I don't feel like uh, I can't read the screens anyway because I'm blind as a bat as yeah. far as I go. So I kind of like this. Yeah. I mean, I, pr- I appreciate it. Either way, gr- great question. Yeah. Um, Antonio McDonough says no one on the D line can stand out when there are no blitz packages in the entire game. Come on, you can't blitz any good Q, a bad QB beats us blitzing because we have no secondary. Yeah, but I agree with that a little bit though because there's third and long plays where we're sending four. It's like that's when you send six, yeah. and then when they do, they get pressure and they they force plays. I agree. I agree. Todd Wash is so scared of his secondary that he's not sending pressure, and that's what cowards do. Cowards call plays scared, and that's what they're doing. I mean, at least put a guy in a position to make a play. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Bradley Williams is a, is a fat troll because he says, do you think that Josh Oliver is good? And that's a troll question. We're not even going to acknowledge that. I know you're trying to rile me up. It's not going to work, Brad. You got to work harder than it's that. It's kind of working, Brad. You, you know, if you're going to get me on a troll and get me worked up, you're going to have to work a little bit harder. He's still got, the, he's still got the, 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 core, the core muscle, right? You're still you got to work a little bit harder than a Josh Oliver question. I'm just saying. You're going to have to do a little <laughs> bit better. It's a good try, though. Yeah. Um, Fax Kellerman says Minshew is a very good backup quarterback. He's better than a backup. He's like in between backup and starter, which yeah. means you're a backup. Well, that's what it means. The second year, man, he could be better than a backup. So you're saying he has potential? I do. Potential that he, we have seen. <laughs> Unlike Taven, who has potential that nobody's seen since high school. Uh, Zach Becker says Jason being more excited about the Zoom than explaining how Taven is good shows me something is wrong with Taven. Yes, if they took that to show you something was wrong with Taven, you're not watching Taven because there's obviously something wrong with Taven. <laughs> there's not even anything wrong with Taven. There's something wrong with the evaluation of Taven. Yes, you can't blame Taven for being drafted where he was. Oh, no. it's just like Bortles. Can't blame Bortles for that. All he does be Bortles. Exactly. Good parallel there, Joey. TJ Maxx plays says, all right, guys, I'm officially wearing tank tops for the rest of the season. Yes, we let's got, go. We got like three or four people on board now. Let's TJ, start to get some momentum. Me too, TJ. I, I, I wore the Jags United shirt. Jags United shirt here. Uh, this is it, though. This is the last week that I'm not going to be in a tank top. I'm starting to get a little worried. I think if everybody starts doing it, we might start winning some games. Yeah, no, I'm next. Taven might start making some plays. Next Monday, I'll be in a tank top. I mean, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be dead ass serious with you all right now. I'll, I'll be in a tank top next week. I'm, I'm in. I was in third quarter when the when the Bengals had a seventeen to zero third quarter. I looked at I looked at the TV, looked at myself, I looked at my nice food and beverage in front of me, and I said, "Why aren't I wearing a tank top right now?" <laughs> that's, a, that's a question only you can answer. The Bengals just went on a seventeen zero run. Which I don't think they scored seventeen points in a game up to that point, right? Right at it. I don't know. I don't know. It's gotta be close. Bradley Williams says he's sorry. It's okay, Brad. We 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 love you. D two says no. D two loves those like short like no response like short response like hi no yes. Uh, efficiency, I like it. Moves on the phone. Zach, Be that's true. Zach Becker is the website set up with that new business so I can get my tank top. I'm guessing based on that pause, Jason might have dropped the ball on that new business. Zach, if you send if you D if you send me a message, send us a message on Twitter. I'll I'll send you a tank top. Ooh. Absolutely pro bono on, on us, Dang. on us, Zach. Just because I th you're killing it tonight. Tank tops on us. Just send me a message so I know where to send it. Ronaldo, Minshew to me is a young Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean, I, I posed that question last week. You did. I gave you credit for that. Then I have to agree. Yeah. Which I don't, that's not a bad thing. Again, I mean, hopefully he gets better than that. I think he's smarter. I don't know. Fitzpatrick went to Harvard, didn't he? And uh, Minshew went to uh, four different colleges, including. Mississippi Community College State Junior. And learned a, a lot at all of them. <laughs> um, Antonio McDonald says, I haven't heard Tyler Shatley's name called at all, so he must be doing pretty good. Hmm. He's doing okay. Yeah. Zach, Breckers, uh, Zach Becker says, no, bro, there's something wrong with your evaluation of Taven. That's true. <laughs> I've been wrong about a lot of people. You know who I was most wrong about? Matt Jones. I was really wrong about Matt Jones. I thought for sure if you brought a 4-2 quarterback, 4-2-40 quarterback, and you transitioned him to wide receiver, I thought... Dude, he, would, he was a still wide receiver good. for a year. You can't, I was off, though. I, How I was, are you off? How would you know he'd want to go back to Arkansas and buy a bunch of Coke <laughs> and party? Yeah. It's hard to get that party lifestyle, man. 
I mean, that, that's not a bad call. That's just a bad person. Zach Becker says your Twitter messages are turned off, bro. Are they? Okay. All right. Well, I'll... I'll he did that on purpose. Don't act like yeah, he did. I don't. I don't. That's not like unless me. you're on the Jags. He doesn't want that, you responding. That doesn't sound like me. Is all I'm gonna say. Which I wonder I how many Shark was probably like. Why can't I respond to Jason's tweets? These things are awesome. I was gonna say. I wonder how many messages I've missed out exactly. on by having that off. I gotta look into that. I don't know how that happened. Um, let's kind of go down here. Um, facts. Kellerman says definitely need a safety. Yeah, I mean you can't roll out a bunch of undrafted dudes and expect to stop them, but. He also says, hopefully they don't make Jay Gruden the head coach. I agree a thousand percent. I'm glad. Who said that? That was Fax Kellerman. I agree so much with that comment because he is a really good offensive coordinator. He is a bad head coach. Don't go that route, man. I mean, he only had one chance. And it was awful. And it was at Washington. Well, sorry. If Ron Rivera can't win in Washington, can anybody win in Washington? I'd rather give somebody else their first chance than give him a second chance. That's a very valid point, Joey. I will give you credit for that point. Don't get I like used to it. Get, I, I won't. To trust it. me. I won't take that. I, I won't get all big headed on that. But I like the KC idea, man. If that guy is ready to make the leap, man, throw the bag of money at him. The thing is, is like people have been trying to get him to be a coach for like a couple of years. Like really? he's been like, for some reason, like hesitant to make the jump, which I get. Yeah. If you offer me the Jaguars job, I would say no. I'd wait for like the so Cowboys kind, job or something like that. Kind of like the Baltimore offensive coordinator. It was kind of like when Mike McCarthy was probably offered the Jaguars job. He was like, mm, I'm going to just wait a couple of days and take the Cowboys job, <laughs> which is kind of a no brainer for most people, um, for sure. All right. We got to take a quick break, um, mainly because I need a quick little refill um, to stay hydrated during this show. We're going to come back and do one more segment. Um, we already took a break on the podcast. You YouTubers didn't get to see that because we did a little um, special little intro just for the podcast. Um, we'll tell you how to access that when we come back. But give us two minutes. Take a quick break. Joey and me, we're going to do a little, you know, refill bathroom little break. Yeah, tinkle time. And then we'll come back and we'll finish it out. We're going to get to all your comments. We want to hear your opinion. Um, tell us what you think. Tell us your all of that. And um, we'll be right back. Nice. Uh, it's the best. Live show. You're the best. We're, zoom. we're zoomed in. I uh, can get uh, Joey and me nice up close and personal. You can check out the Jaguars United shirt, um, which I fill out very well, right. by the way. Thanks for noticing, Joey. Hey, I've mentioned I, it so was, many times was, at this point. <laughs> that I was hoping I'd get a I, little shout out here, I but think, I guess I think not. I like, kicked that dead horse to death, so you know, I, I kind of gave it's up right. on that. Well, you know, sometimes we like to be reminded. The okay. tailored medium okay. arms. <laughs> um, shout out to our Jaguars United Fantasy Football League. Yeah. Um, which, if you're not in, you missed out. But next year, there'll probably be a spot or two open. So, um, first know, come, first serve on that it, thing. It is. It is. Jason um, likes to wait till like the day of the draft. We to did. The, it. We did the draft probably 12 hours before the season started, which I liked actually. Yeah. And um, shout out to Hey, it's Heather, who is currently in first place. But um, I'm about to be a solid position of second. Um, yeah, you're going to be actually third um, after your loss to me this week, which. Uh, Aaron Jones could make a little run here right. in the fourth quarter. Seven and a half points, you know, Aaron. Aaron Jones could do it for you, but um, man, how about fantasy this year? It's been crazy. It's been the weirdest fantasy year. Not yeah. only did 15 billion people get injured week one, but then <laughs> now there's like COVID rescheduling games, and so it's crazy. Like I'm in some big money leagues, and some people were freaking out about that COVID game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, I had seven players between New Orleans and <laughs> KC. I'm like, I can't even backfill those if I wanted to. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's fun, though. 
Yeah, we had some people really freaking out in one of our leagues um, about them inability to play Ben Roethlisberger this week. Um, to which I responded, like, suck it up. Yeah. I uh, mean, there's a ton of backup quarterbacks that are going to give you 20 points. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, Minshew was available in most leagues. Yeah. He had a 20 point. 27. Yeah. Yeah. So. On my bench. Um, if you haven't yet followed our Twitter, go follow our Twitter. Uh, we do a lot of stuff on Twitter. Um, I'm going to be way more active now. Uh, I'm coming up on a little slow, a slow couple weeks at my work um, between sports. So well, also I'll, I'll give you props there since I failed to give you props on Thank your you, massive Joey. arms. Um, his Chanel film breakdown on Twitter has like over 4,000 views, which is insane. Pretty cool. YouTube. Man. It's on YouTube. I'm sorry. YouTube. Check out YouTube. Um, if you go to our videos, I do. And I'll, look, I'll be honest with you guys. The job I work is like very like um, seasonal. Um, during the summer, I have a bunch of free time. So I do like video breakdowns, film breakdowns. I have a film breakdown of LaVisca Chanel I did over the summer. Um, I'm in a busy season right now, so I haven't been able to do as much stuff as I wanted to do. But I'm um, coming There's up a little bit. Back catalog there, though. Absolutely. That's why yeah. I do it. So um, check it out. It's on YouTube. We want to talk a little bit about Jags this week, losing to the Bengals. I, honestly, can we, can we put the Bengals game Let's to bed? move on. Can we just move on? I'm like, done. Uh, there's a bunch of good questions in the chat. That are great questions, and you guys, and they're all good points. Uh, talking about the defense and Todd Wash, and um, could a defense coordinator, Brad Rorick, had a great question about could a defense coordinator be a good change of pace for our head coach? And you think back to guys like Jack Del Rio, and um, bring Jack of the River back, man. I give, mean, give him, look, give him some know, players. Honestly, you I like worse Jack. than that. You could do worse than that. But let's let, let's move on because. Uh, Let's say that we're just in a little minor bump of the road. Um, what do you want to see next week against Houston? Houston's obviously got a new coach. Um, this probably will be announced by the time this podcast goes out. The YouTube live show, maybe you already know who's going to be the next coach. Like Joey, what are you realistically expecting next week playing Houston? Everything on the line. What do you expect? I mean, I fully expect us to lose, so I'm going to get the negative out of the way first. What I'd like to see and what I'm hoping for is less mistakes, less just like momentum killing penalties like that hold that O'Shag had. I'd like to see that because that shows that the players are still reacting to the coaches. The coaches are still trying and that our young talent, they're, they're still trying to make better. And if they keep doing that all season, again, that's going to put us in a better position next year when we add to that talent regardless of those coaches are there or not. And I think that's really all we can ask for this year is that nobody quits on each other. Well, we had an interesting question or comment from um, Brett E who says that uh, he wants to see us lose. Unfortunately, I'm never going to root for the Jags to lose, man. I'll be, I'll, I'll want them to win every game. Yeah. It's, it's hard in the moment um, to, I mean, I hope they do, but I'm not going to root for it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at the guys that really make big differences on the Texans' offense, um, Laramie Tunsil is playing great this year. Will Fuller, obviously, is playing great. Deshaun Watson is a great player. Randall Cobb. Darren Fells. David Johnson. Jordan Atkins. David Johnson's had a decent year. Um, oh, he's going to have a great game against us, Jason. Yeah. No, he is. He is. His, like, pass-blocking I mean, he has been horrid in pass blocking, which I know that's not like a big deal for running backs, but like, well, you got to still do it though. You got to still do you it. You got to at least like try uh, to 
make make it hard. Like whenever you're evaluating a running back, you at least factor in their ability to like yeah. pass block. And he his has been like historically bad. Really? Yeah. Twenty eight point eight PFF pass block. So he just grade. doesn't care. It just seems like he doesn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna just give you a little insight here on a player that's on the Texans who. Um, if there was an injury to Deshaun Watson, we may see in the game. Do you know? Do you know who might come in the game if Deshaun Watson gets hurt? Um, I do. Uh, Goldilocks, a six-three quarterback from FIU, Alex Magoo. Oh, your boy Magoo, I Alex. Thought, if, uh, look, if I thought Gabbert was their backup. If um, Magoo on the depth chart, not to. Uh, Talk about Magoo, please. I mean, also AJ McCarron's on the depth chart as well. So there's no telling who we'll actually see in the game, but uh, there's a chance that we would see Alex Magoo if Deshaun Watson goes down. Does Magoo have a quick release is all I want to know. Magoo, if you don't remember from our dissecting the film of the Jaguars with Alex Magoo, he was really good outside of the pocket. He could throw on the run. A lot of experience at FIU of making plays with his feet, extending plays. Yeah, because that conference matters. Bigger arm than you would think. (laughs) Dude... That would be the only thing that would make my day great is if we got to see Alex Magoo come into the game. Okay, so Alex Magoo comes in and lights up our defense. That's what you want to happen? I may just retire from football if that happens because, yes, yes, that's exactly what okay, happened. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Fax Kellerman says feed Robinson. I mean, yeah, the 17 I, I, carries. I get it. Why isn't he toting it 30 times a game? They got down. I mean, that in the fourth so quarter, what? they were in garbage time. They had to make a play. He can make big plays. But if you're, I mean, it, in the third quarter, I mean, when I, you need a lot of points, you can't just run the ball. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, he picks up yards, but the clock's running and you're only getting I'm not talking about the last like six minutes. I'm just saying, like, I'm just in saying the fourth like, quarter, when you're down 14, it's running the ball could work, but like you could accidentally end up eating up an eight minute drive and then giving the ball back with like seven minutes left in the game. I mean, I don't know. I've complained for years about us just running the ball, running the ball and wanting it to be like a 50, 50 pass run situation. Now it seems like we set the momentum with the run, get away from it for the, almost the entire game. Like, can, can we just get some like freaking consistency, like yeah. a little bit of, of a mix, whatever. Brett E says, I want an elite quarterback and we got to lose to get one. Yes, Brett, but we're not rooting for him to lose, but that does need to happen. Yeah, I mean, you could pay one. I mean, you could overpay for a guy that's like on the come up, like, like Dak uh, Prescott, Dak, or just Rosen, a candidate, a guy like Rosen. Dude, if any of those I mean, guys I, come I, to the I'm Jags, saying, they like, will suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Bradley Rorick says Gabbard is a backup at Tom Brady. Ah, appreciate the update there. Zach Becker says Jason, I think you could make me sound like a good prospect. Who? I can make Zach Becker sound like a good draft prospect. Ah. If you send me your um, combine times, I could probably sell you to at least a low-level D3. Absolutely. <laughs> Do it all the time, actually. <laughs> Brandon0522 says, how about we kick the damn extra point? <laughs> Again, everybody agrees with that. Like, everybody. Baselli, like, the, the commentary with Frangie and Baselli was was hilarious because, like, Pacelli is just like, what is going on? 
And Logman's like, I don't know, Tony, what the heck? And Frangie's like, it's in the book. And they're like, well, put the book back on the shelf. This just doesn't make any sense. Oh, dude, it was great because it it just doesn't. Nobody agrees with that. So the the whole premise behind going for two twice is obviously about playing the numbers and that it gives you the best chance to win. But wouldn't you, and, 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 I, and I heard, I think, of the same arguments you heard on the radio. Uh, they talked about it on CBS or whatever it was in the live show or live stream of the game. Well, don't you as a coach think you would have a better chance at winning if on the second touchdown you were like, screw it, we're going for two right here to win it? Yeah. Don't you feel like that's your best chance to win? A little bit of mo- like hype, the, little bit of adrenaline. You got the momentum. You got pump. everyone. Yeah, you got everyone like excited. And, yeah. And like I feel like. That's where you'd want to go. And and that's where like instincts as a coach serves you better than just some guy who can read off a book. I think it kind of ties into the whole like I'm going to keep going for like deferring the ball on the coin flip, which I know he didn't in that game. But he it seems like he's got like the football for dummies, like game day, yeah. like play calling stuff. Yeah. The, the, the time management was absolutely horrid yeah. as well at the end of the game. I mean, it was like, he's never let's been talk good about that. Management. I mean, that's like absolutely He, he has awful. never been good at time management. Every single game we look back and we're like, Doug Marone can't manage a clock. Yeah. It happens over. Like I am. I love Doug Marone as a person. I like Doug Marone as a coach, but like he's got some serious like def- deficiencies and that's definitely one of them. As a coach, I want no part of Doug Marone. I'm sorry. None of his former players like him. None of his teams have been but successful. Jason, he likes bologna sandwiches, man. I like the guy. I mean, I would love to have a beer with him. I'd love for him to be here. I like the pardon my take things he yeah, does. All that enough. stuff's great. Like, I get that. Like, that's, but as far as managing a game and managing a team, I'm straight. I'll what take if, what if he decided to defer and be like the offensive line coach? I made the joke on Twitter. If a Madden simulator ran this team for the last 10 years, they would probably be better than the decisions this front office has made. Absolutely. And these coaches have made. Absolutely. Literally run it through a simulator. I don't think that's a joke. It was a joke. That's the, <laughs> that, and it's not funny. That's the part that makes it sad, in my opinion. Um, Bradley Williams says, if we can't get the quarterback we want, I think we should go all defense to fix our secondary and D-line. That's look. I'm all about building the defense. Yeah, I'm a defensive guy first all day long. I agree. Me too. Defense wins championships. Offense sells tickets. Dude, all we need is a defense that can make a couple of stops. I mean, what we we haven't made anybody punt in the first half. I think that's like a legit stat. If it is, maybe it's once or twice. But uh, yeah, all we need is a defense that's like average, and the offense that we have will win. We'll be 500 mm, to start. Maybe, dude. We've put up 20 something points a game. I mean. We're, we're, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying maybe. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying right. maybe. I don't I'll take I a maybe. No, I mean, I'll take offense, a maybe. Offense is good, but it's not, it's not like okay, if you we a, can carry good. If you had a defense to make a couple stops and maybe get a turnover a game, that's a completely different scenario. I don't I mean, think we need an elite defense. We just need a look. Like, I mean, I don't know. We were, we barely won that first game. We were in, should have won that second game. Then we got blown out week three and four. Yeah. So I don't know. The offense got a lot of stats in garbage time. That's all I'm saying. A lot. Chili Willie says Newton, Cam Newton, will be a free agent if the Pats don't resign him. Thoughts? I think you can get a sleeve of those Fig Newtons for a lot cheaper. Joey, I, I can see Joey not liking Cam Newton. No, dude, there's no way. That guy's on the downside of his career. He's a diva. He wears scarves and, ah, man. I like Cam Newton. I, 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 I liked him a lot at Carolina. His MVP year, man, the guy was a stud, but... He's broke at this point. 
I, I like Cam. I would take Cam. So you would take Cam, give him big money, and and bet your franchise on a guy who hasn't had a good season in two, three years. I wouldn't give him big money, quote unquote, big money, and I wouldn't bet my franchise, but I would give him this offense and see I what he can do. I would not want Cam over Minshew. I would take Cam over Minshew. Yeah. Facts, Kellerman says, if our receivers can't Minshew ball, I already know they won't catch if they can't, oh, I'm sorry, okay. If our receivers can't catch Minshew's ball, I already know they won't catch Cam's. He has a cannon and he's laughing face. Brandon in 0522 says, fire everyone, including the water boys. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a headline, right? Literally <laughs> everyone, everyone fired. Everybody. By the way, Lot J, new, new news. But besides that, you know, I, I love how the Lot J information came in. Like, oh, yeah, we suck. By the way, here's yeah. Lot J. Come pay for super expensive yeah. stuff in our restaurants by the stadium. D2 says yes, no, which I'm assuming he's agreeing with us when he's saying yes, we're the best live show. And no, he doesn't waste his time with any other live show because there a- is no other live show. That's absolutely true. Unless you go to the radio. Well, they don't count. No. They have a bunch of ads. kind of live. We only, have a, see them. we only have a couple ads, and they have a bunch. Yeah. Brett E. says, do you think defenses now know that Minshew can't play against zone and man coverages? And I get not wanting to root for us to losing, but if we want Trevor, we got to suck really bad. Well, we already suck really bad. So we you don't do have, already you do not have to root for us to lose because they will take care of that themselves, <laughs> I guess, is the point of that. All you have to do is root for the really bad teams to win a couple games they shouldn't. That's all you got to do, Brett E. And that's another good question about <laughs> the soft coverages because I've heard that. like he, he They figured him out like he can't do his own coverage, but isn't that more of an offensive scheme thing at this point then? If we know they're going to be running a soft zone against them, there's ways to beat that, right? Um, and you Todd Wash, like I can tell you, like by watching the plays he calls and things he does, he has zero faith in this secondary. Well, no, this will be a Minshew question. So this is offensive coordinator. They're saying that Minshew's gotten figured out. The defenses were going against run a soft zone on him, and he can't beat that at the moment. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean he does know how to check down to running backs and to tight ends. I mean we saw him check down to Fournette. Like a hundred times last yeah. year, so I mean he can check down. Don't get me wrong. Um, whatever happened to Chris Thompson? Yeah, I started him. He got zero points this week. He had a good game last week. I, I don't know. He was non-existent. I don't think he even got thrown to. He definitely didn't take anything out of the backfield. Not at all. Um, and isn't that a way to beat a soft zone? Is run the ball? Well, that, the I mean. The third quarter was so bad, it put us in panic mode, fourth quarter, and we had to throw. All right. Is what it is. So once again, play with the leads, way to yeah, defend that's all that. True. All right. um, Bradley Williams, how has the tight end play been in these last past three games? I like what Eifert's done. I've been pissed about what O'Shaughnessy's done. Dude, Eifert dropped a touchdown pass. Eifert dropped a touchdown pass. O'Shaughnessy's costing us huge runs with holding plays that didn't need to be there. Like, yeah. could have just not... O'Shaughnessy could have just like at the snap froze at the snap and we would have had a much better play than him doing that so So, garbage besides that good (laughs) besides that really good (laughs) really really good Uh, Bradley Rourke what is it that Jags quarterbacks find success outside of this organization Henny Super Bowl with the Chiefs Brandon Allen with the Super Bowl with the Rams Gabbard is a winning Bucks team 
in Leftwich Super Bowl with the Steelers. Okay, those are all backups. Bradley, that's a great point, and I, mean, I think, yeah, Joey's right. The The problem is, is that we're drafting people that aren't starting quarterbacks. Yes. They're backups or they're coaches. Um, but look, the Jags are the only team that does that. No. You look around the league, it happens with every single team that's bad. Look and at the Jets, man. Exactly. Look at a team like the Redskins, who have, I'm sorry, Oof. the Washington football team, or any uh, the any other teams who have been bad for a long time as they've continually tried to get quarterbacks that aren't good. Yeah, it's Gotta not as easy as it looks, I guess. Unless you don't overthink it like we do. All right, Joe, I think we're at our 70-minute mark, and that's not even including our little preview <laughs> podcast and if you're watching the live show you don't know what happened but joey and me um couldn't get the live stream to work so we had a nice 12 minute podcast conversation that they'll only get privy information to i like when stuff works it's jason that sets everything up but when something goes wrong it's me and yes. jason that couldn't get it to yes. work the truth is i can get none of it to work jason does it all <laughs> does a fantastic job well, i can't just blame myself so but, i mean you're a little off this time around but you know that happens it, it does and so check out the podcast if you look up um, on apple podcasts any of the podcasts if you search up big cat country we're under their jags united jaguars united you'll find us our podcast there you'll catch our Special 12-minute intro yeah. where we talked about Jags. It was 100% positive. Being positive. Um, and then we got the live stream to work. Look, we so appreciate you guys that were in the live chat on YouTube. Make sure you check it out. The best part about this is um, you guys in the comments giving us your thoughts and opinions. Um, it's all about y'all. We love it. You and guys. That's, a, that's another positive. Not to interrupt you, but yeah. this is going to keep happening throughout the year, regardless of what the Jags do. We're going to talk. We're going to answer questions back and forth and interact with you guys. And that that's, that's something to look forward to is the way I look at it. If you guys um, on the YouTube chat, like just sat there and didn't type any comments, we probably wouldn't be doing this. No, no, I've been because done. The Jags are not looking good. No. And the only reason why we do this is because it's fun. Yeah. And TJ Maxx, if you type London Jaguars with that little smirky face again, like we get it. All right. It's the elephant in the room. We'll talk about that next week. It was weird. It was weird that shot Kong used the words he did. The word viable did not sit well with me. We'll talk about that next week, okay? We got plenty of time to talk about the Jags. It's a hell of a teaser. Uh, yeah. Um, shout out to you guys. We love it. Make sure to give us a thumbs up and a, a five star on the podcast and all that stuff. Joey, you got any closing comments for anybody? No, just go Jags. Go Jags as always. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, same time, 10 o'clock.